Philippians chapter 3, 15 through 19 is the text that we will use today as a basis for our study. Our study this morning, the enemies. What is an enemy? One that's against, opposes, or out to do damage or death to someone or something. The enemies of the cross of Christ. When we say the cross of Christ, we're talking about what the cross represents. The cross represents something. The cross of Christ has the blood of his cross, Colossians 1, 18, 19, and 20. That has to do with redemption. So if you're an enemy of the cross of Christ, you are an enemy of redemption. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Well, what is redemption? Redemption has to do with man having forgiveness of sin mm-hmm. or being pardoned from sin. Amen. That talk, that's the redemption. <laughs> and the Bible, God's eternal word from Genesis to Revelation, has to do with the scheme of redemption, God's plan to remain or to uh, redeem man or to buy back. The word redeem is to buy back. Right, right. Redeem man from Satan. Right. Amen. If you're an enemy of the cross of Christ, you are against revelation. And the revelation we're talking about is the one faith that Jude spoke of in Jude 3. Jude only has one chapter, 25 verses. 23 says, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and to exhort you that ye should listen to this, earnestly contend. What do you mean? Sincerely fight for the faith. Watch this now. Which was once for all delivered to the saints. The faith refers to the system of faith by which God is bringing men back to him through Christ Jesus and the scripture. The enemy of the cause of Christ is against reconciliation. Well, what is reconciliation? It means friends again to be, to consile, to be back together. Mm-hmm. What Adam destroyed in the Garden of Eden, we have reconciliation back to God through Jesus Christ, but watch this, is in the body. Well, what's the body? The one body. We got the one blood, we got the one faith, got the one body. Watch this now, one. What's the one body? The one body is the one church. You'll be surprised of the people in our world today that do not believe in the one body of Christ. And we have some members of the Church of Christ kind of frowned up on that because they won't study. 
The Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 4, there is one body. Listen to this. Uh, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 22 and 23, has to put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church. Now, what is the church? The body. Which is his body? The fullness of him that fill it all in all. You got it? Now, in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 16, it says that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the S-A-M-E, same body. Yes, sir. All right? In Ephesians 3 and verse 6, it says that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body, but Ephesians 2.16 said we'll reconcile back to God in one body. Amen. Well, what's the one body? The church. In Ephesians 5 and verse number 22, 3, 4, and 5, and 6, listen to this. Christ is the Savior of the one body. Now, what is he going to say? Somebody said, the Lord saved me. No, he saved the body. Right. And if you're in the body, you're saved. But if you're not in the body, you're not saved. Amen. Now, you'll be surprised that the people don't believe that. It may be some in the order here. I just can't believe there's just only one church. Now, when I see you got the wrong concept of church. If you're thinking about this building as a church, you, you've already missed it. Yes, sir. Listen to me carefully. The church, the makeup or character of the church is spiritual. Now, let's, let me slow it down. When I say character, I mean makeup. The church is a spiritual organism. Amen. The house of God is a spiritual house. Listen to me carefully. In Isaiah prophecy concerning the church, Isaiah said, it should come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountain and exalted above the hills. Now watch this now. And it says, A-double-L, -L, yes, all nations shall flow into it. Now just think, it will, if it was talking about a physical building, it would be impossible Amen. for all people to come inside Amen. of a physical building. Amen. He said, all nations shall flow into it as spiritual. Peter said, we are a spiritual house. And you, if you're a member of the body of Christ, and you don't take being a member of the body of Christ valuable, it's something wrong with you. If you let that go, you'd be surprised what you're doing. You have really messed up when you let that go because eternal salvation, it starts right here. And this is going back. He's going to take the kingdom back to his father. Are you listening? Yesterday we talked about eternal life in June. You need to listen. It's only in Christ and in the church of Christ. There is no eternal life insurance outside of the church. Now those who are enemies of the cross will tell you Catholicism, denominationalism, all of that stuff, the Lord recognizes all of that. 
You say, now, now listen to me. Black people have been fooled too long. We've been fooled too long. Black people in America, listen to me. Wake up. Start reading scripture. Amen. Yep. I preached yesterday about how black people in America, they want to tear down all of the Confederate flags, mm -hmm. the Confederate generals, we want to tear all that down. Maybe that's okay. But the very thing that's taken most black people to hell, a white man started it. Mm -hmm. And that's denominationalism. Amen. No black man started no Baptist church. They start no Methodist church. That was white people. Yep. Now you in that, and that's taking you to hell, but that stature and that flag is not doing anything to you. See, that's how somebody got you messed up in the head. See that, see that I'm talking about? Man, I could walk around flags and statues the rest of my life. They wouldn't affect me. Because I got sense enough to know that don't, that don't bother me. You could put a swastika on the wall. That won't bother me. Well, Brother Sam, that symbolizes. Symbolize what? Well, what does the church that you in, Amen. that's not in the scripture, what does that tell you? Amen. They started it, and it's not in the one faith, but you want to tear the cross, the, the, the statues down and the flags down, and everything white man built, you want to tear down, but you don't want to tear that church up that he built. And you jumping and shouting and eating chicken and eating watermelon and going to hell and everything's all right. <laughs> then I come in here preaching and you look at me like I'm somebody, oh, he just too hard, he me. What? Here I am trying to pull you out of hell and you mad at me. Now, boy, I need to get on here. I don't have a 15 minutes, boy. Now, in the image of the cross of Christ, we got two classes of enemies that hinder salvation. We got the conscious and the corruptness. We have the unconscious and the courageous. Now, I'm going to get to this in a moment. I just want to make mention of it. I'll just do it. We got world religion, Islam, Hinduism, Buddhism, Confucianism, Judaism, and sabotaging members of the Church of Christ. Now, there's some of them, some of those, some of them, whatever you want to call it. Willie, where are you? Some of them, one of them, Willie would say, one of them. <laughs> we got some in here right now that's sabotaging the Church of Christ. We got some folks at James Road who are sabotaging the church. And they don't even know it. Well, they're unconscious that they don't know it. Then over here, we have Catholicism and denominationalism Crosses on their building and on their bodies, and their image of the cross don't even know it. Their image of the cross, what do you mean? Everything that the cross stands for, you're, you're really against it, and you may not know it. I, I'm really getting to application now. I'm going to get to my text. Let me show you something. I use this illustration from Brother Brinkley. Brother Eddie Brinkley has gone on. He was in Warden, Texas for years. He was in his 90s. He died. I heard him use this illustration in a sermon that I got from him, the cross of Christ. He preached it, but I shannonized it. So this is mine. All right. And if you preach it, it's yours. All right. Brother Brinkley said, a man came to see his friend that was in a hospital sick. And he came up to the bed where he was in the ICU. And he was standing on Keith 
on the oxygen that was going to him where he was getting his breath. Oh, and he was standing on it, and, and the guy was trying to tell him. And finally, he said, what's wrong, man? I came to see you. Man, I love you. I love you. He meant well, but he was unconscious that he was making it hard on him. Finally, the nurse came in and said, sir, you're going to kill your brother. Step back off the cord. He was an enemy of him, but he wasn't conscious of it. Denominational people are enemy of the cross, but they don't know no better. Did you get that question? Now, somebody's going to have to tip me for this. Yes, you didn't think I'd get down there, did you? <laughs> I know you did. Now, I, I've explained it. Now, let's go here. We have encouraged the faithful. That's the first point. That's 15 and 16. Now, somebody asked me in Arkansas, they said, Brother Shannon, I've been in the church 40 years. I have learned more from you teaching Amen. on YouTube than I have all the time I've been in church. I said, man, there's something wrong with you. Amen. He said, you take your time and explain the text. I said, I know that. And see, I have about 15 minutes to go here, and, and I'm going to be finished. So you need to listen. If you can't listen well, get the CD. Uh, what do you call it? Is it CD? Yeah, CD. CD. And uh, because Sister Petty and Sister Beatrice and Sister Davis and what is that other? Jelaine and What's her name? Jelaine and Jelaine Jefferson, sister. Gail. They're doing a good job distributing it. And they're sending stuff all over the country, all over the world, I'm telling you. Now, so, listen. We're not making no money off it. That's what you're thinking. It's just for your benefit. And you can listen to it in your car, in your automobile while you're driving, and learn something. That won't be so hard you won't want to learn something. All right. Now, first point we're going to look at encourage the faithful. Encourage the faithful. Look what he says. He says, now he's consistent. He said, let us therefore as many as be perfect. Now, perfect does not mean sentence right. perfect. Right. Let, let, me, let me take my time here. Sometimes people think, that God demands us to live a sinless life. If that's true, why do we have repentance? Amen. Amen. If that's true, why do we have a mediator? Right. If that's true, see, the gospel system is set up, and God knows that we're going to sin, and he got a system by which we can be perfect. What do you mean perfect? Perfect and mature. He said, be thus minded. Know what you're doing. Are you mature? Not saying that you don't sin, but if you sin, you have to have enough sense to say, I've sinned before God, I'm going to repent of my sin, and I'm going to pray God and ask him to forgive me. That's been, been my truth. God has got a system set up for sinners. Sometimes people say, I'm, I'm not a sinner. Or what, what do you do when you do wrong and you in the church? Is that a sinner? Well, the sinner's in the world. Wait a minute. That's an alien sinner in the world, but Christians sin. Well, what they going to do? Be baptized again for the mission of sin? No. You repent of your sins and pray God. Amen. That's God's second law part. Now, be mature. All right, then he says, conflict. And if in anything ye be otherwise minded. 
Sometimes you have conflicts. Mm -hmm. Brothers, listen to me. We are Christians. Right. Listen to me carefully. If you think one time and you just look at everybody's fault, you can never see nothing you do wrong. There's something wrong with yes, you. Yes, sir. I took me 20 years to learn that you think you all of that. And you got to sin because you're looking down on your brother. Amen. Wait a minute, we all got some problems. Amen. Have a forgiving heart. Let me go here. Then, then it says, clarity. God shall reveal even this unto you. Brother, keep this in the context. When, when Paul sent this to Galatians, they didn't have no New Testament. And God was guiding them directly to the, uh, the power of the Holy Spirit. He's doing it today, but he's doing it through the word. Amen. Now, if God wants you to know something, don't be talking about I'm going to dream, dream nothing. You better read. Amen. All right, now, completed, nevertheless, yet, that's what nevertheless means yet, whereunto, whereunto mean as to what, we have already attained, completed. Then we're going to look at criteria. He says, let us walk by the same. There's no S on rule. 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 Why is it that I have to be here every service? No, I don't want nobody to say nothing. Just listen to it. Why do you think I'm supposed to be here every service? But somebody else can miss. Just tell me. Please, no, stand up right now and say, well, you're the preacher. You're supposed to be there. Really? Well, what about you? All right. Amen. Yep. If I have to be here at Bible class, why don't you? Amen. Well, you know, Brother Sharon went at Bible class. Really? You watching me and you know what? Same rule. This word cardiac means to think. Willie, think. Let us mind the same. There is no S on things. Rule, thing. Now, how can we can't mind the same thing? Same rule. Wait a minute. Somebody, I don't understand that. When you're driving on the interstate, it says 75, right? It's the same rule for whom? And then when the, you break the rule and the police pull you over, they ought to have something else to do. Man, you're breaking the law, man. That, they ought to find something. They ought to find the dope pusher. Where are you breaking the law? All right. So this is to encourage the faithful. Then he says, look, examples to follow. <laughs> examples to follow. Verse 17. Look what it says. Brethren, be followers together of me. That's what Paul wrote. Now, brother, listen to this. When Paul said that, see, they wouldn't know about inspiration if Paul hadn't taught it to them because he was guided in all truth. Now, we have it in the book. Got it? Now, so he was the first example, and then we have faithful examples. Now watch what he says. And, you know, I left this out, Brother Joe. I had to do it this morning. I read all this and I wonder if somebody tell me that you left some water and more. 
See that? And mark. What do you mean mark? Mark. When you mark something, you want to indicate something. Right, right. You, you mark it. I'm going to mark it. Mark. And mark. Can people mark you and be all right? right. No, no, example, man. Wait, wait. You ever see a little kid? Watch little kids on the beach. You ever been to the beach and you see the little kid, here's the mama, daddy walking, and the little kids, guess what they're trying to do? Walk well, right in his step. Yeah, <laughs> yeah amen. Yep. Now, when you, as parents, and you don't teach your kids and show them what's right, and are they following? Joe, you see it. Yes, sir. They ain't following your footsteps. How you are you showing? Them? See, every time you do something like that, your kids and moms, well, they don't go. So why should I go? All right. Help them. They drink whiskey. I drink. <laughs> they smoke nobody. They talk about people. What? And, and then you got some weak members in here looking for somebody up front all the time. They up front there. You ought to know. You ought to say, he ain't no good either. And you want to fight. Well, he ain't no good, so God letting him get by. I'm going to be no good. Really? Well, both of you going to hell. Well, you know, everybody want to find the sorriest person in the congregation tomorrow. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. They want to find it. You know, he don't. He don't ever wear no shirt and tie to church, so I ain't gonna wear one. He don't ever shine his shoes, so I'm not gonna shine them. Shine mine. He come to church looking like a dog. I'm gonna do this really. So in other words, hit monkey see, monkey do. In other words, here's a guy that's a drunk. And you want to be like a drunk? He just, well, he in the ditch, drunk. You're going to do the same thing, right? No, I saw it as a boy. Mark, Mark, your dad and I saw that as children. And we said, we ain't doing it. Amen. I'm not going to work 40 hours a week, get drunk, and the women take your money, and men take your money, and beat your head to death. I say, I ain't doing that. I don't have to live like that. Amen. You don't have to live like that. Mark them. Because you're older than me. I'm going to do what you're doing. Oh, no. No, sir. No, sir. You want to go to heaven? Stop mocking uh, people who don't set good example. Amen. Amen, somebody. Preach, Brother Shannon. Now, Mark. What kind of example you said? You want them to mark you? You want them to mark you? Really? You want them to mark you? You want to know what's wrong with our black children in our community? They don't have no Amen. kind of example Amen. from our grown-ups. We just don't have it, and I am hurting, asking God to give me the wisdom to set up some type of program or lessons that will help our black people as a whole. We need, we're in bad shape. Because if you think political parties are going to get us out of the mess we're in, you're wrong. 
It's going to take the Lord and his gospel. And brethren, the gospel, when you, when you are enemies of the cross, and we know the world needs to be reformed or changed, and you're following the world, don't you know you're sabotaging the members of the church of Christ? Every time I'm up preaching a good lesson, and you go out and live just like you done, you're enemies of the cross. Amen. And there's some enemies here now. There's some enemies of the cross who are not in the world. They're in the church. And they're enemies of the cross by your attitude and your actions. You are enemies of the school system. And you are making it hard on every teacher when you don't teach your children to behave at home and say, I dare you to act crazy in the the school system. I dare you to act crazy in the school system and give these teachers a hard time. I'll snatch you out, boy, and I'll, I'll beat you like you stole a government mule. Talk to me, somebody. Amen. Time is going on here. Is that pretty good? Now we got enemies are false. Caution about them. For many walk of whom I have told you often. Paul said, be cautious. Crying about them. He said, and now telling you even weeping. Paul said, I'm, I got tears in my eyes. And I'm weeping right now within of members of the body of Christ who are not faithful and don't know what they're doing. Do you really know what you're doing? Can you remember Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden? God told them not to eat up the tree and they ate it. I said, do you really know what you're doing? Now nobody else going to be in the garden but you and you're getting ready to be put out. When you mess up as parents, do you know what you're doing to your children? When you're young and married and having children and you're feuding, fussing, and fighting, do you know what you're doing to your girls and your boys? Do you really know? You don't know. You're getting ready to destroy them a lifetime. Amen, somebody. Corrupt, uh, uh, corruption about them. That they are, look at this, enemies of the cross of Christ. Paul was writing to the Philippians. He told them in Philippians 2, verse 3, beware of dogs. What'd you say? Paul, you right? Beware of dogs. Talking about the canine? Uh-uh. He wasn't talking about no canine. He was talking about people who had attitudes like canine. Any dogs in here? Look, he said, look, beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of consensions, cutting down of mutilation. Watch it. The Jewish Jews say the circumcision for believers, those Jews were the consensions. They were saying you had to be circumcised to be saved. Mm-hmm. Now, watch this here. When you call a Jew a dog, man, the Holy Spirit said, beware of dogs. Mm-hmm. Y'all weren't knowing anything about dogs. Yes, sir. They're all kind of dogs. You had to watch the dogs. You know, you got some poodle dogs. Mm-hmm. You know, they're pretty. They're in the church, too. What do you mean? You ever see a poodle? They miss 
pretty. They all dressed up and everything. You got to remember, like, come in late. All right. <laughs> you got some bird dogs. You know what bird dogs are? They call their pointers. Yep. And when they bird, he point. Bird dogs, they watch the women. They <laughs> Point to every woman. Right. Every bird dog. Some of them are bloodhounds. You know what bloodhounds are? Bloodhounds, they can smell anything. And guess what? You got some bloodhounds in the church. Any kind of garbage they smelling for it, any bad news. Yes, them dogs. Amen. Man. <laughs> then you got some alley dogs. You know what alley dog is? Guess what they'll do? Rico, guess what? They'll start barking. And guess what? Here's Whoa! The whole neighborhood start barking. Yes, Dogs everywhere barking. One hat, one alley dog can start barking. Ain't barking at nothing. All the other dogs go to barking house. Yes, That's where it is in the church. You got some alley dogs in here. Guess what? They start some junk in here. Everybody be talking about it. Yes, sir. Watch them dogs. Amen. Listen, when they get so bad, it used to be you could shoot them fox. You better call the police and call the county to come and get them because if you shoot one of these dogs, man, they, they listen. It's bad. If a dog was bad in the country, we kill him. Nothing done. You shoot a dog now, that puts you in jail. Yes, sir. But you shoot one of us, he ain't no way you come out. <laughs> so many of us getting killed, we don't even come out. What? Uh, a black guy? Oh, in Frazier? Oh, wait, it's all. They do that all the time. But if you let somebody find some man, he caught a dog and killed a dog, man, and shot him. They gonna get you. Yes, sir. Shoot one of us. What does it tell you? What does it tell you? Do we value our own lives? All right. Oh, man, damn. In of the fraudulent, watch it. Look at their doom. Whose end of destruction, look at their desire, their desire, their God, whose God is their own belly or appetite. Their glory and whose glory is in their shame, their gold, who mine, here they are. Here they are who mine earthly things. Wait a minute. What do you focus on the rest of this week? What you gonna focus on? Just, now, I want you to be honest, because it's time to quit. What are you gonna focus on? You're starting the first day of the week with spiritual stuff. Will you be fed anything spiritual until next Sunday? All right. Now, he says, who's mine, who mine earthly things? Time to quit. The cross represents something. You want to be saved? Faith in what Jesus did. He did it all on Calvary. His death, burial, resurrected from the dead, shed his blood. Bible tells in John 19, 34 and 36, a fourth came out blood and water. He took that same blood and brought to church. Faith in Jesus. Repent of sin, confess Christ, be emerged in water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord added you to the church. You have eternal life. You have eternal life in church. That's good, isn't it? Amen. Time to quit.
Y'all want in the audience that like to respond. Don't have to sing a song. Don't have to sing a song. No, you might have to stand. Who, why, why, who told you we had to stand? And who told you we had to sing a song? You don't have to do none of that. Somebody here won't obey the gospel. Just get up and walk down the aisle and say, I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. <clears throat> say something a little off then. Brother Petty is not here to baptize anybody. You think Brother Norfolk is able? Well, Brother Norfolk is not able. Brother Petty is not here. Who's going to do it? Who's going to stand up and say, well, I, I'll baptize? Y'all want me to? I can do it now. I'm old, but I ain't that old. I baptize, I baptize Mark Clear, and he is more taller than me. I baptize some big people. What, what I'm saying is, Brother Pettit, no, no, Brother Pettit ain't coming back. His tour's over. I miss him. Somebody got to stand up. Stand up. Be a man. Talk to me, somebody. You here and you remember the Church of Christ? You haven't been standing up. It's time for you to stand up. Time to take a stand, man. What are you doing? Time is running out on all of it. Let me tell you something. The time is getting shorter and shorter on John Shannon. Look, it's coming, coming to an end. Now, well, now you know you're old. But I ain't out yet. You young. But you don't know when your time is up. Now, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to remain an enemy? Are you going to say, I surrender? Why don't you do it right now? Together we stand and sing.